The Sabbath, Saturday, was a day of mourning, reflection, and fear. A day of silence. We don't know how many of the disciples were at the cross and when Jesus breathed his last. The only one we can be sure about is John, the disciple whom he loved. Since Jesus said to his mother, Woman, here is your son, and to John, here is your mother, they must have mourned together. Late Friday afternoon, before the Sabbath would begin at sunset, Joseph of Arimathea and Nicodemus, who had met with Jesus secretly one night, took the body from the cross and had it buried in a tomb that belonged to Joseph, but that had never been used. The women who had spent so much time with Jesus, Mary, his mother, Mary Magdalene, the other Mary who was the mother of James and Joseph, and the mother of Zebedee's sons. In typical Middle Eastern form, I can almost hear their wails at the loss of a man they loved so much, and who had brought so much promise into their lives. And now he was gone. Except there was also plenty of silence at the shock of what they had just experienced. Jesus was gone. All that was left was his broken body, and now it was being buried. Jesus was such an extraordinary man. He had promised so much, the kingdom of God itself. But how could he do that from the grave? Two of the Marys watched where Jesus' body was taken. They followed at a distance, but saw Nicodemus with 75 pounds of myrrh and aloes, which he used to encase the body, spread between the strips of linen for the Jewish burial custom. But they were unable to complete the task since it was getting late and it was time for the Sabbath to begin. The women did see a large stone rolled in front of the entrance to the tomb, and the mourning continued. They may not have known that the authorities were so concerned about Jesus having said that he would rise on the third day that they arranged for the Romans to place guards there and to seal the tomb with the Roman seal so that if anyone dared to open it, they would be killed. Whenever we lose someone who's close to us, we reflect and we remember the good times and some bad times. Remember things we did together, some public and some private. We remember things we've said to one another. With someone who's the greatest teacher who ever lived, we would certainly be thinking of all the things he taught us. Saturday would be a melancholy day because of the loss, but it would also be a confusing day. I can imagine some of the conversations among those who followed closest. He told us this was going to happen, but I never believed it. He said God was his father and he was God's son. How could this happen to God's son? He said he was the Messiah, the Holy One of God, who was going to introduce us to the kingdom of God. Was he lying? Were we all fooled? Are we fools forever having listened to him? Believed him? We gave up everything to follow him. What are we going to do now? He said something about Noah being three days in the fish's belly and about rising on the third day. What was that all about? What was he really all about. And I can picture the disciples hiding in that upper room, cowering in fear because they thought they could be next. Why wouldn't the authorities be coming for them next? Peter, keep your voice down. I know you're disappointed, but we don't want anyone to hear us. 
I know you denied knowing Jesus, just like he said you would. How did he know? I, I know that hurts. And you never got a chance to ask his forgiveness, but we don't want anyone to know where we are. We've got to get out of Jerusalem. It's the Sabbath, but tomorrow, when we can travel, we'll go back to Galilee. There are people there who will protect us. I'm scared. What's going to happen to us? I have a feeling that for those closest to Jesus, this was a day of continual silence, broken mostly by whispers and concerns, fears and memories. There was no celebration of life. The greatest life that had ever lived was over. It made no sense. And heads were still too clouded by the events of the last 48 hours to make any sense of it at all. So let's just sit. They were living many of the lines of this great hymn without the benefit of knowing the outcome that was less than 24 hours away from them. Man of sorrows, what a name. For the Son of God who came ruined sinners to reclaim. Bearing shame and scoffing rude, in my place condemned he stood, sealed my pardon with his blood. Guilty, vile, and helpless we Spotless Lamb of God was he. Full redemption, can it be? Lifted up was his to die. It is finished, was his cry. Now in heaven exalted high. But we know the rest of each verse. Hallelujah. What a Savior.